choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. Yo, yo, yo. What up? It's Kels at KMGZ on Twitter. Thanks for asking Kels Podcast, episode 242. I'm back. So, yo, I'm a day later than normal, but a day ahead of when I promised, so, um, or when I said, so, you know, let's call it in the middle. Um, the issue is that, you know, normally, so before COVID, I, you know, Wednesday would be my off day from the gym, because I knew I had to come here and do this, so, you know, it was no big deal, but now just in the house all day, I just, I, I need... I need to go for a walk, I need the fresh air, I just can't, there's no off day, like, I need to do it every day, and so yesterday, um, I got done a little late, and then, so I went for the walk, and the time I got, got back, it was a little late, and I was tired, and so I was like, eh, I, I said I was gonna do a Friday, because I actually took tomorrow off, because this week has been bad, I'm getting a little burned out, I mean, I've been burned out, but I was like, man, fuck this, trying to chuck through, you know, take a day, cause it's just been horrible, so, anyway, said all that, apologize for not dropping yesterday, but, you know, I got y'all, um, so, again, caveat, caveat, uh, the same, uh, I don't know how long this is gonna be, cause, you know, we're in the house, not a lot going on, um, so, uh, let's just get started, um, I'll give yours a negative to um, The Last Dance, the Jordan documentary that I believe we're all watching on ESPN, which is fucking awesome. Look, I have said before, and I will always say, I ain't got nothing against LeBron James. I think he's a cool, you know, dude. I like a lot of stuff he does, but he's not the go to me. He will never be the go to me. He's a great player. He's an outstanding player, and I, I get his uh, um, impact on this league, but the impact, he, he does not have the impact on the league, the NBA, that Michael Jordan has. Just not close. Michael Jordan is just was like, you know, is the greatest of all time to me. His 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 impact in the NBA is just undeniable. His number of championships. I'm personally, you know, I don't think I think, you know, you can be a great player and not wear uh, win rings, of course. And that's what the Hall of Fame is for. You know, Allen Iverson, one of my favorite players of all time, don't have a championship. He's in the Hall of Fame. That's the Hall of Fame is for. But you know, I don't think you can be the greatest of all time, you know without championships, now LeBron has several championships, of course, but, you know, he doesn't have as many as Jordan has, and, and, you know, he's not as, you know, I'm not knocking LeBron, you know, I like LeBron, I just don't think he's the player that Jordan is, or was, and doesn't have the impact, and didn't have the, um, just didn't change the NBA the way Jordan was, and, you know, you watch that documentary, you got Hall of Famers like uh, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, um, you know, uh, who else, Isaiah's bitch ass, um, in that documentary, some of the greatest players of all time, Magic Johnson, prior to Michael Jordan, being a player that everybody was like, yo, I've never seen a guy like this before, saying that this is the greatest guy I've ever seen, um, you know, I think that just speaks for itself, you know, so, to me, he's the GOAT, I don't have nothing against LeBron, but I just think these comparisons are ridiculous, I think people saying, oh, well, Jordan didn't, you know, Jordan couldn't dominate in this league, um, if you're watching the, the, 
documentary, I think you can see now what us old heads mean when we say they don't play defense nowadays, the defense back then was different, they had Jordan rules just to stop Jordan, and um, he still ate their asses up for 50 and 60 points, Jordan would blaze through the uh, NBA nowadays that barely plays defense at all, he would just eat those guys up, so that's just a, uh, uh, um, and, and he's dropping 50 and 60 on the Hall of Fame Celtics, on the Hall of Fame Lakers, on the Hall of Fame Detroit Pistons, this guy's eating them up, so you ain't gonna tell me there's a team in the NBA today that Michael Jordan wouldn't <laughs> listen, Michael Jordan might get in shape and suit up today and, and drop 20 or 30 on some of these dudes so, whatever anyway, yours is negritude um, it's an outstanding uh, documentary, every night I put on a different pair of Jordans to watch it in the <laughs> um, first episode I had on the fours or the first uh, night I had on the fours, the second night I had on the twos, an underrated pair of Jordans, by the way, a lot of people don't get a true, the twos the credit they deserve, but one, two, th- and three, and, uh, well, I've always said, I'm a Jordan, um, what do you call it, uh, a Jordan curmudgeon, I guess, or, or Jordan, um, uh, uh, classist, or I don't know what you would call it, but I only like, and I've only ever worn, and I would only ever wear the first five, uh, no, six, because the, the sixes are good. Jordan's one through six, and then I don't like any of the rest of them until you get to the twelves, which are the taxis. And I don't like any of the rest of Jordan's. I think all the rest of them are ugly. I've told you before about the elevens. I don't, I just, just look cheap to me. I don't get the hype. It's all fucking that cheap-ass nylon and rubber. I just, I don't like them. Um, I, never, I didn't like them when they first came out. I never liked them. I, I don't care about them. Um, but I don't like any of the rest, I think they got ugly there for a minute, and I definitely don't like any of the ones that came out since he retired, but, um, yeah, so I wore, I don't know what I'll wear this week, but every, every, every episode, or every viewing, because there's more than one episode, I wear a, a pair of Jordans, so, moving on, um, uh, Beyonce and, and, and Megan Thee Stallion dropped a song yesterday, I'm happy for Meg, Meg always wanted to work with Beyonce, she was crying and everything, it meant a whole lot to her, her mom was a big fan, great for her, um, you know, the song, listen, y'all know me, I'm not crazy about, you know, I didn't like that last album that her and Jay put out, I don't like rapping Beyonce, I just don't like it, I want, I, I like, I, it's just not good music to me, I know y'all like it, y'all stands or whatever, fine, I just don't like it, the remix, it was okay, I mean, Meg was on it, but Meg did what Meg do, I listened to it one time, I was like, okay, that's cool, you know, I just, I, it's not for me, but I'm glad for Meg, um, and you know, listen, anything dropping during this, this plague is, is great, um, I s- still say that people should drop this content that they've been holding, some people are starting to do it, some stuff, they said, uh, I saw an article that said, I think it was Disney Plus, has made like, ass loads of money by um, re-releasing, by, from old stuff that they've re-released, or that people are going back to watch, so like I said, you know, I don't know what, inter- I don't know, I mean, I, I guess they are figuring, oh, we'll push it back when everybody's back out, I guess, I just don't think that everybody's gonna be running out to go to these concerts, I don't think, after months of sitting in the house in solitude, I don't think it's realistic to think that people are gonna be running to go sit in a movie theater, first of all, movie theaters have always been fucking dirty, even before the coronavirus, um, and so, oh, we're gonna keep it clean, and we're gonna make it like how, it's just, it's always been dirty, you know what I mean, like, what are you gonna do, them carpet seats, it's, it's just, you know, I don't know, so, I know me personally, I'm not gonna be trying to run back into no theaters no time soon, so, we'll see what happens with, with that, um, anything else, uh, 
So all the states in the South and I think Ohio, maybe that are opening back. So Georgia opened back up and they've already gotten like a jump in cases. Um, so what I think is going to happen is as New York is coming out of our, um, our stay at home orders and, you know, we're starting to get back the whole, uh, slavery belt is going to be dropping dead because they are rushing back because they're worried about the economy. They don't want to play unemployment benefits, which is dumb because you're just going to, you're going to prolong what you're going to have to do. And it's going to be more money because you're going to rush back and all these people are going to catch it. And then they're going to be dropping dead in the hospitals. For some reason, these people, I think they think that, Oh, it's only black people. It's not, I mean, yes, it's only black people, but there's a reason it's, it, it, it attacks and kills, which <sighs> reminds me, sorry. Rest in peace to Cliff. Um, he's CB3 on Twitter. If y'all know, if y'all follow Twitter, y'all know. Um, he passed away suddenly uh, this week. Um, you know, rest in peace to him. Um, I didn't know him that well. We went back and forth on Twitter. He got on my nerves one time, cause, and I blocked him. And then I forgot to unblock him, so I had... Um, I do, You know, we do that. We mute people, we block people, and then we forget. And then all of a sudden, you'd be like, why didn't I on my timeline anymore? But I, I just had forgot. But apparently... Um, nobody really knew that he was sick, um, but then people started missing his, his tweets on the timeline, so he, um, somebody came on, I don't know who, and said, look, I don't know how to tell y'all this, but he passed away, and so rest in peace, because he was, listen, he was funny on the timeline, he had jokes, um, and that's why I follow him, he's very funny, um, and, you know, I was sorry to hear that he passed, okay, meant to do that first, sorry, um, so what was I saying, oh, um, and so, you know, the people, I think that people think, or these people think, oh, it's only black people, but what it is, is people who have hypertension, people who have pre-existing conditions, people who are not healthy, and people who are, you know, have jobs that they're not allowed to work from home, and guess what, guys, that explains, that, that describes a lot of poor whites, too, and, and guess where a lot of poor whites live, guess where the majority of the poor whites live, in these red states that are reopening, so, you know, y'all gonna, y'all gonna get 30, maybe 45 days, and then y'all gonna come down, and y'all gonna have people dropping, I mean, cause listen, New York City, I know the numbers sound horrible, and I'm never gonna dis- diminish any deaths, but this is a, a city of 8 million, 9 million people, the percentage of our people who have died is extremely low, for our dense population, it's extremely low, I mean, it's a high, you know, total, but it's extremely low, Alabama's, the Mississippi, the Georgia's, they, y'all don't have the populations that we have, so, when them people start falling down sick, it's gonna be something, so, you know, um, but whatever, that's, you know, that's, that's what we're doing now, voting has consequences, y'all wanted to put this dude in office, and this is where we're at, um, (coughs) sorry, so, what else, um, it's so dry, there's (laughs) nothing going on, um, I told you, oh, I'm trying to think of anything new to watch, um, I haven't watched anything on Netflix, no, um, I told y'all about A Plot Against America on HBO, it was a short series, it was a mini-series, six episodes, really good, it actually ended abruptly, I thought it was gonna be more, but it wasn't, um, there's, oh, so, they got a new Penny Dreadful on Showtime, and I was excited to watch it, because I, I liked the original Penny Dreadful, this one is supposed to take place in, uh, Los Angeles, and it's supposed to be like, sorry, it's supposed to be like about, um, well, it's called Santa Muerte, which is like, the saint or God, I don't really know what it, it's like, Santa, it's supposed to be like, uh, ba- uh, or influenced by like Santeria and, and that type of stuff, 
and I'm not really, I mean, I've only seen one episode, so I can't really tell you the plot yet, but what I, what is troubling to me, I'll give it a couple more episodes to see, but it's supposed to be, you know, it's, it's a, it's a lot of, it's a lot of, so it takes place in Los Angeles and like pre-war Los Angeles, like 37, 38. So when they're starting to build the freeway and a lot of the freeway is cutting through a lot of Mexican, uh, uh, neighborhoods. And so it's the clash in that. And, um, there's some supernatural shit going on, so you know, like I said, uh, involving like Santeria and San- Santa Muerte, which is the goddess or saint, I don't know what it's, whatever it's called, of the dead. It's the day that they have the day of the dead for that, that saint that they pray to or whatever in Santeria. Only thing is, I'm watching it, and so it's like, she's the, I think she's like the, um, well, I don't know if she's good, but she's the one that accepts the souls, and she has a sister who's an evil sister who delivers the souls, but they're both white women, and I'm like, okay, this is supposed to be, you know, it's called Penny Dreadful Santa Muerte, it takes place in Los Angeles with the Hispanics and Chicanos, I still don't understand what the difference is, but, you know, Mexicans, and it has this Santeria uh, plot line, and, you know, the supernatural, this is uh, Santa Muerte, and this is her evil sister, which I don't know the evil sister's name is, and they're white women, like, how, come on, like, what, how's that gonna work? A Mexican, they Mexican gods, Mexican beliefs, or not Mexican, Latino gods, Latino beliefs, and they're both white women, so I don't know, I'm gonna watch a couple more episodes, cause you know, first episode can't really see what's going on, and actually, it's a couple things in the first episode that I was like, really? So, you know, I don't know if I'm gonna watch it, but we'll see, but you know, y'all can maybe check it out if you want to, 90 Day Fiance, which we all watch, um, is... <laughs> entertaining as fuck, they dropped a three hour episode out of nowhere, I've been watching that shit in pieces, I still ain't get through it, through it yet cause three hours, goddamn. um yeah, so that's all I got, um, on that so I guess I'll get into um, so the Atlanta Child Murders that have HBO, the ongoing uh, discussion we're having, they had the episode three I think, is the third episode, yeah this past Sunday, and so this third episode they get into, um, the trial, William Williams' trial, and, like, what can I say, it's just, the thing that really stuck out for me on this episode, and it's what I've been saying, but it really stuck out for me, like, at some point, the Atlanta PD and whoever else, they're gonna have to put this to bed, they're gonna have to make a statement and say, look, this is what we know, we are confident of this, this we don't know, we're looking to it, because otherwise, it's just gonna go on and on, it's already been 40 years, because these people who believe that Wayne Williams is innocent, and I, and, and I don't think it's as many people as put on, I'll get into that in, in another minute, but they, there is no, these people will not accept the truth no matter what, they, a lot, a huge portion of them, and I don't mean to demean the mothers, because I know that the mothers of the children, they lost children, they have a right to their opinion and all that, but a lot of the push for it's a conspiracy, Wayne is innocent, came from the original group of mothers, specifically the mother of Yusef Bell, uh, I forgot her name, but she was like the leader of the mothers who was determined that the it was a cover-up and the FBI what, didn't do it right and it was the Klan and all this and all of that. And so, it's a lot off from her and she's just somebody, you know, she's dead now, rest in peace, who just would not accept the truth. And when you watch this, if you watch it with the keen eye, it's so obvious because they have interviews with her and one of the most, and I've seen this interview a whole bunch of times and I've heard her say it a whole bunch of times even outside this interview. And what she always says is, um, 
the a lot of the bodies that they found had this fiber that is connected to Wayne Williams and it's the same fiber that was found on my child and it's and they say it's connected to Wayne Williams but because I don't believe Wayne Williams did this I don't believe the fibers that they found connect to Wayne Williams and therefore and I don't believe so I don't believe Wayne Williams killed any of these bodies with the fibers therefore I don't think that he killed my son. And the way I said it is the way she said it. And if you listen to it, that, I was like, ma'am, that's not logic. Basically what you're saying is you don't believe Wayne did it. And so you're not going to believe any evidence that points to what he's, that he did it. Because what you just said don't make sense. What you just said was, well, they found all these fibers on all the bodies, including my boy. And they traced those fibers back to Wayne. But I don't believe those fibers traced back to Wayne because I don't believe Wayne did it. And I don't believe Wayne did it. So I don't believe he killed those. And I'll, and that's basically been the argument for the past 40 years for why Wayne is cold fingers innocent. Because the mothers don't believe it. And it just came through in this episode. And like I said, I, I bet you, um, when, when the episode was on, somebody on Twitter um, said that their husband, I think, or their somebody, they tw- texted their husband who was from Atlanta in that time. And the husband, she put the, the text on the, on the um, screenshot on the timeline. The husband was like, look, Wayne, I'll, Wayne ain't doing more, but Wayne did something. And she was like, yeah. And then other people were like, yeah, my cousin was down there. He said Wayne. And that's what I'm like, I, I bet you, I bet you, there are a whole bunch of people in Atlanta who are around that time, who are around that area or whatever, or who know about that case, that un- that know Wayne did it. But we're never going to hear from them because that doesn't feed into conspiracy. And, and I was like, I bet you these people, and you can see it, like when they showed the scene at the church who I told y'all about, it's a handful of people. It's like one of the two of the moms that, and, and like a handful of people who don't believe, I was like, I bet you if you go down there and really, really talk to people, the vast majority of the people be like, yeah, he did it, and, um, and, and so, that's the first thing I noticed, and then another thing I noticed, like, some, like, Chels, what's up, Chels, shout out, um, from, um, Gridiron Girls Podcast, she was like, the other thing is, like, they, they being the people, you know, the people in this special and whatever, people in this conspiracy, they dismiss, like, they say, oh, like, they'll, they'll point to, like, the white witnesses saying, because they- their whole thing is the Klan, so they're like, oh, they point to all the witnesses, which is not even a really a lot, if you look into it, and all the, like, little, they nitpick, just like, all people who are, I'll say this, people who are guilty, if anybody know criminals or crooks or people who are just scammers, they try to pick, like, poke, they try to poke holes in things and make you think that the whole, but if you, if you understand and you're not an idiot, you, you can stick to the facts, like, brother, that doesn't mean this, yeah, that's that, but however, you can't jump to this, and so, they get, they grasp onto those little things that can't be explained, but they ignore the mountain of evidence and the, and the testimony by other black people who say, yes, it was him, or yeah, I know it was him, or they say, just ignore that totally, saying it's a conspiracy, and the, and the conspiracy that's being perpetrated by the Atlanta PD, and, the, and it's always, well, you know, if this get, get out, it will blow the city up, and I'm like, who, if, let's say that was true, let's say in 1980, they did this whole conspiracy to blame Wayne Williams, because they ain't want to get it out, because it would look bad, blow, whatever the fuck your reasons is, blow the city up, look bad, people involved, whatever, 
why would they, what, what, okay, that's 1979, 1980, a lot of those people, the mayor's dead, the chief of police is dead, a lot of the people involved in that case are dead, retired, or no longer have an interest in that case, so why 40 years later, would Atlanta PD and the FBI and people who probably, someone even born back then, and had nothing to do, or was in school, had even the mayor of, of Atlanta, Keisha Bottoms, was, was a, a kid back then, what would be, why would they still be covering this up after all these years? Oh, they protecting big people? Who? Who are they protecting? Who would still be alive or still be so involved that they would still, they would still be protecting them? It don't make sense to that, number one. And number two, it's like, um, you know, this notion that they, this is what they keep saying. Well, if they say it was the Klan, then the city of Atlanta would erupt. And I'm like, since when? That's what everybody, listen, forever, it's been the Klan killing black people, the Klan kid Emmett Till, the Klan killed every, you know, the Klan been, in the history of this country, the black murders and race murders have all been by the Klan, that's all we know, that's why they thought the Klan was doing this first, like, when have black people ever did a riot because the Klan was killing somebody, like, that's, when is that, that's not what happened, that's what we expect. We expect the Klan kill somebody, the police be in on it, they have a sham trial, they get away with it. That's what happens. Nobody don't ever riot before, during, or after. So now all of a sudden, in 7980 in Atlanta, if it turns out that it was the Klan, which everybody was expecting anyway, the city gonna explode? For what? That don't make no sense. People be like, see? See? That's what we told y'all. Like, it's so, it just, none of it makes any fucking sense. Um, and finally there's this one lady who's the mother, this is, this is, this is the part that really, really stuck out to me, they talk about, so I told y'all last week, or maybe I didn't, they put Wayne on, yes I did, and they put Wayne on the stand, and Wayne, cause Wayne insisted on going on the stand, and they had his lawyer there, and his lawyer was completely manipulated by Wayne, I'm sorry, but she was, and um, I have a theory, I'll talk, I'll, I'll re- go back around this, I have a theory about, about the lawyer too, but, um, and she talks about how she put Wayne on the stand, and the first day Wayne was calm and composed, and she told him, Wayne, you have to show some, uh, uh emotion because you're too calm, and so then he, the next day I told y'all, the FBI, and he blew up on the stand, and, and everybody, that every, everything I've ever Googled, ever read about that said that that's what killed Wayne, because when he blew up on that stand, he broke that calm demeanor, and he got upset, people saw that, oh, this guy, it could be a killer, because their whole thing was like, oh, he's quiet, he can't hurt nobody, and they was like, oh, that dude right there could hurt somebody, This is, and, and he was convicted, and so they had this one lady who was a parent, and she was like, and they used him blowing up on the stand, like that meant something, but that didn't mean anything, and I was like, ma'am, what are you talking about? How can a defendant's testimony on the, first of all, a defendant's never testify in a trial for that very reason, because a lot of, because anything you do on a stand, number one, can be used against you, and jurors, they, they, they look at your demeanor, they look at what you're saying, and a lot of, a lot of, be quite frank, a lot of, um, defendants are guilty, and they don't want to go on the stand because they'll get cross-examined, their demeanor, you know, everything like that, they don't go, they don't go on the stand so, and that's why, because that's evidence to say that, oh, well, you, you can't pay attention, then what's the point of testifying at all, if you can't pay attention, somebody's demeanor on the stand is very important, it's not a trick, if he got on the stand, and, and, and they were able to show, look, this is the killer, then that's what happened, that's evidence, you can't, oh, she was talking about it like it was some kind of trick, it's not a trick, that's the guy, he, you know, he didn't have to testify, and that's when I said, I was like, this is why, 
they had they need to stop this because these people they they won't accept anything. It doesn't I want somebody to just sit down with these women or these people and say, "Look, we have this every piece of evidence we give you, you dismiss and say that that's not evidence. What is it that you would need to see to 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 to, to convince you that Wayne Williams is the right person. What is it that you need to see that all these lawyers, like I told y'all last week, the greatest lawyers, you know, Kunstler and, 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 um, you know, Dershowitz, I think even went down there, all these great, you know, Innocence Project, all these great lawyers that go down, this is what they do. They go down and they look at cases and they figure out if the, if the evidence is good, if the man's been framed, et cetera, et cetera. All these lawyers have gone down and looked at evidence and left and, and not, you know, and decided that, you know, this is not something worth pursuing, what is it that you need to see that's going to convince you or what everybody else know? And I don't think there'll be an answer, because I just don't think that they want to accept that it was Wayne, but like I said, I bet you if you go down there to where Wayne's from, and and again, in the podcast, they have more, they, they have a lot of people who say that, they say that when, you know, they arrested Wayne, people on the block was like, well, it's about time, we ain't know what the fuck, something was up there, and we ain't know what the fuck it was, but something was up with that, they don't want to adjust the burning of the evidence, they won't, it's, they just skip everything, and so, this evidence just made that clear for me, they start talking about how the fibers, well, the fibers weren't really unique, but the people say, everything I've read said, yes, the fibers were unique, they were unique fibers, and not only were they unique, they are, it can't just be that the fibers are unique, which they were, you have to add that to the fact that these fibers were found in his car, and in his home, mingled with his dog by a suspect that we found on the bridge. So it's not like we just went in with no explanation for being there. So when you add that shit up, it's not like we just found them, because somebody was like, oh, they're in, you know, a thousand homes. And the guy was like, yeah, the rug might have been in a thousand homes, but it wasn't in a thousand homes, but it wasn't, we didn't have to go to a thousand homes to find this guy who was on the bridge at three o'clock in the morning with no explanation, whose fibers in his car matched fibers on the victims, whose fibers in his house, matched fibers on the victims, whose dog, whose hair on the dog, matched whose hair, dog hair found on the victims matched his dog not his, any kind of dog his dog, so it's, it's, it doesn't matter that it was in a thousand houses, it could have been, it was, it was in a thousand houses, one of those houses had to be the murderer, and this is him um, so you know, it goes on into the trial, you know, um, and he was found guilty, and another part I like, cause, cause, cause again, it's not like, you know, these people that, these jurors that put Wayne in jail, they wasn't all white, these was black people, these are people in the neighborhood, and there's this one black lady on there, was one of the jurors, and she was like, look, she was very calm, very cool, very collected, she's an older lady now, and she was like, you know, I don't, I, I don't know what they want us to do, we went there, we went to the trial, we did our duty, she was like, I didn't come in there with any preconceived notion, I didn't know, I didn't know whether he did it or not, he said, but they, they presented the, all the evidence, and all, and all the evidence we saw was pointing to him being guilty, and he, she said, on the other side, they didn't, they didn't present anything that would show that he was not guilty, she was like, so what was we supposed to do, and I mean, and she, she was just, did you know, she was very, she was like, you know, our job as jurors was to look at the evidence, all the evidence pointed to him, so, and there was no exonerating evidence, nothing, she didn't even mention him on the stand, but she was just like, you know, I don't, she she, she just was like, I really don't know what what they want me to tell him, I mean, the man, the evidence we saw, the man was guilty, I wouldn't have, she, and she actually said, she was like, I was one of the last ones 
to vote that he was guilty. She was like, but I couldn't do nothing else because it was nothing else to hang. It was right there. So, um, you know, this third, uh, this third episode was really good because, you know, it just showed like this, this thing is going on way too long. I just feel like this needs to, they need to close the book on this. And like I said, I feel like, I think like Atlanta PD or whoever would be in charge of this case. Now just be like, look, this is, we didn't, you know, they closed out because Wayne. This is Wayne's whole story. Because they, they again, they closed out twenty nine murders on him. I don't think anybody who thinks Wayne is guilty thinks he did all twenty nine murders. Okay, but there's a core six or seven, that maybe more that he pro that he did. And and so you know, I just think they should be like, look, we closed out these murders because you know hung a lot of murders on Wayne. Probably didn't fit the pattern. We didn't have the, you know as strong evidence as possible, etc. And and that that was a mistake, and we should not have done that. The pressure, whatever you want to say, and and we'll take those cases, which will be cold cases now, and we'll see if there's anything more we could do to them, any DNA, anything that we can maybe come up with that'll help you know bring closure to some of those cases. However, these cases here, Wayne Williams is definitely. Uh, guilty of because of this, 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 and this, and and you know, and just and that's be the end of it. And people can believe or you know continue to vote. Sorry, continue to believe that he was you know guilty or not. That's that's always your you know your your um in America you you believe whatever the fuck you want still so far, and that just be it because I just don't think it's anything that you can tell these people who still think he's innocent <coughs> that it wasn't a clan, and so I told you before I went to go back about his attorney so his attorney, um, and if you listen, if you, if you listen to Monster Podcast, it's an episode where Wayne talks about, he hired him, he's talking to, I think it was Payne, Payne is the host of the podcast, or the producer of the podcast <coughs> sorry, but I'm not sure if he's talking to Payne, but he's talking to somebody about this lawyer and he was like, yeah, you know, she was hot, she was good looking, and if you know if you know that they that they say that Wayne was a uh, um, closeted homosexual, you're gonna recognize that for what it is. Closeted homosexuals try to do that a lot. You know, they try to act like they, you know, so super into women. That's what it sounds like to me. But on episode three, um, they said that they introduced a lawyer, and suppose this lawyer that Wayne picked, her name was Mary. She was one of those lawyers that used to stay on the TV all the time because they said back then she was like one of them holy roller crusaders. So she was on a mission to close the brothels and close the bathhouses. She was like real one of them, you know, clean up, you know, smut, no porn, you know, no gays, all that type shit. And so because she was on the news, Wayne said Wayne said he picked her because she, you know, he saw the news and stuff. She was good looking. But I have a theory. I think that like I told y'all last week in like the FBI profile, I said they think Wayne's motive was that he was, you know, a self-hating gay man, and he was one of these black people who looked down on the other blacks, on poor blacks, and you know, he thought these kids were like, you know, trash, and he should just clean them off the street, and I kind of feel like that might be why he picked her, because she was cleaning up the streets, and he felt like he was cleaning up the streets by killing these kids, and, you know, getting rid of all this, you know, so-called, you know, bad influence in the neighborhood, I, and I, I have a feeling that's why he picked her, but, um, you know, I feel like he manipulated her just like everybody else, she's still to this day saying she didn't see a killer, and whenever people say that, I'm just like, well, what does a killer look like, ma'am, do they look like Ted Bundy, do they look like Jeffrey Dahmer, do they look like, um, the Grim Sleeper, do they look like John Wayne Gacy, do they look like, um, the, um, what's the other, the 
uh, Green River Killer guy, I can't remember his name. When we see those guys, those guys all look like regular guys who don't look like killers. So, you know, when people say that, I'm always like, what does that mean? That's, that's, that's just the silliest thing in the world to me. What does a serial killer look like? A serial killer doesn't look like a boogeyman. He doesn't look like a serial killer because if he did, guess what? People would avoid him. Oh, that's a, that's a serial killer. So, um, and actually, Wayne does look to me, if you look at him, he does look like a serial killer. He's very weird. He didn't have any friends. They said he always had adult friends. And, um, just like nowadays, and, and, and the other thing, it's just, it's just like I keep saying, it's right there. Like, so they say that the way he was getting these kids is that he was saying he was a, a, a manager and he was trying to put this, you know, he had these record deals, but they were like, but he didn't have anything together. He was just saying that shit. He didn't know any producers. He didn't have any labels. He was just basically telling these kids this and signing them to these contracts. And I was like, even that, like who, what kind of serious manager, especially in, now, especially, but especially back in 79, 80, 81, a serious manager who's really trying to sign kid groups, they gonna be going after school, you know, in the, in the, talking to the schools, hey, can we, you know, have, come through a recess, or can we, uh, have, we have a talent show, can you hand these flyers out with the kids to come to the talent show, they gonna come to the church, hey, you got any good singers in here, they gonna come to the after school activities, they gonna go someplace where parents are present, where they can hand out their flyers for people to get the word out that they're looking for talent, they're not gonna pull up on children in the street in a in a car and try to talk just to the kids because you can't get a, a legally a legally signed contract with, without a parent's permission anyway like who, that's that's who does that and then you're gonna come and then I, you know oh I'm going I'm gonna make you a star I'm a manager here come get in my car and we're gonna come to my house don't tell your parents we're gonna come to my like it didn't make any sense and the, the um the, the guy on the program, he was like, he didn't have, he didn't, he was telling people he had the, these connections at record labels, and he was like, he didn't have any of that, and that's what I said the first episode, when you listen to the podcast when they t- talk to Wayne in jail, Wayne is doing the same thing with his cellmate, oh, this guy's a rapper, look, we gonna get him a deal, blah, 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 and it's like, dude, what are you talking about, you in jail, but you can, you can hear, that's what, that's what he had said to them kids, it was the same kind of deal, and it was like, sir, get a, you don't have, you don't know anybody, and so, that, you know, Wayne did it, Wayne did it, um, and, you know, I, I just think they need to just stop with this, keep rehashing this, okay, people are not gonna believe it, they're not gonna believe it, um, but though, people who look, look at the evidence, they're gonna know the evidence, um, yeah, so, that was episode three, episode four comes on Sunday, I'm not sure how many episodes there is, I think it's maybe five parts, so I'm curious to see what these next two episodes are going to be, um, again, it's leading heavy conspiracy, maybe they loop it back around, I doubt it though, because like I said, it's produced by Rock Nation, we know the shit they be on, um, what else has occurred, that's all I had prepared, um, I, I, I thought maybe an extra day would give something time to, to, to happen, but it hasn't, again, I want to shout out to 20s on BET, I've been hitting it up, but I need y'all, listen, y'all complain all day about it's not good shows, and Insecure to me is a little boring, let me tell you something, Insecure for the lesbians, that's just boring as fuck to us, because that, them, all them situations they in, I'm like, I would never be in them situations, I don't know how you get in them situations, and it's just not interesting to me, but, I'm telling y'all, man, I don't be recommending shows lightly, I barely watch BET, but the 20s on BET, it is so good, it is everything that Insecure should be, if they would just stop with this, 
I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's what the show is supposed to be about. I guess it is. It is called Insecure. I get it. I think immature is probably, is probably the better word, but whatever. But I'm telling y'all, the 20s on BT is great. It's, it was a pilot season. wasn't that many episodes. A short watch. I'm not sure if it gets renewed. I hope it... I think it did alright. Um, but, yeah. What else? Um, yeah, that's it. I don't, I don't think I have anything else. Um, you know, I hope everybody's staying inside and staying cool. You know, um, April is really, listen, I think it's raining every day of the month in April, maybe one or two days, it hasn't, I feel like the, um, earth has been doing a spa day ever since it shook her roaches off, and like, it's just refreshing and renewing, and I mean, I guess do what you gotta do, ma, um, you know, I don't know what's gonna happen when we get back, but hopefully we get back, I, th- I think June 1st is, is the cutoff, after that it's, it's, I don't know, something gotta give, so, um, yeah, y'all, so sorry, um, you know, these, these Corona Diaries, we, we don't know how long they gonna be, because it's really not a whole lot to talk about, um, so, you know, thanks for listening, thanks for asking, um, I'm at KMGZ on Twitter, um, I, oh, I checked my email, finally, one of y'all wrote me a very nice, long email, I appreciate it, (laughs) This, I'm everything you said in that email is why I did this podcast. I appreciate other podcasts, I appreciate their voice, but it's not my voice. And a lot of the stuff they say sounds bonkers and crazy to me. And it's just not, we just different type niggas. I'm from a different generation, and a lot of stuff y'all be on, I just don't be on. It sounds very crazy to me. Um, these people not running me out of this country. I don't, you know, I'm not obsessed with white people. Everything is not, is not, you know, a woe is my black ass story. And so thank you that, that, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm glad you listened. That's you and people like you are exactly who I make this podcast for. Cause I'm like, it cannot just be me. Y'all know I'm a Gen X, but I know it's some older millennials and just some regular people out here. That's just like, what the fuck do these niggas be on? So that's why I made this podcast for, for people like me. Cause I just wasn't hearing, I was hearing some here and some here, but honestly, a lot of these podcasts I'll skip like whole portions. Like, uh, and I'll get to, you know, a certain portion. Cause I'm like, I don't want to hear none of that. Y'all talk about y'all selling bananas, you know, and I'll skip past it, so, um, thank y'all, thank you for your email, um, if somebody else sent me one, I didn't see it, and I marked them shits all as red, so, sorry, um, yeah, so, that's it for, thanks for asking, um, you can hit me on, uh, Twitter at KMGZ, the podcast, emails, thanks for asking, podcast at gmail.com, I, I'm found everywhere that, uh, podcasts are found, um, except for, no, everywhere, yeah, except for title, but I mean, you know, that's a different story, um, yeah, and so, you know, everybody stay corona-free, um, God bless, thanks for coming out, good night.